The following content has been provided by RWTH Aachen University. Okay, so um, here's some motivation for um, one part of today's lecture, which will be mobile window systems. And um, this here is a um, touch-based mobile phone uh, from IBM. It's called the IBM Simon. Uh, you can see the entire phone here, and here's a clearer picture of the user interface. Um, and you might think that, well, touch-based um, phones that's something like when the iPhone basically started. But that's actually not true. Research in that field has started already a long time before. And um, this example here is taken from 1994. And um, you could actually interact with that phone. Um, I think you had to use a pen. So it was a resistive um, touchscreen. Um, but basically a kind of like big screen, very dynamic, no physical keyboard here in the first place um, where you could um, interact and, and um, place calls and even have things like calendars, to-do lists and stuff like this, email, um, already in this device here. And um, what you will notice is already here, we don't have like the classic window look and feel like a title bar, a close button, um, and stuff like this. There's no mouse cursor and everything else. So with a different platform, with different input capabilities, different screen size, also come different methodologies for um, designing the user interface and interacting with that. And that's what we're going to look at today. So here are some more um, vivid examples from today or from today's um, era. We have, for example, um, yeah, the famous iPhone. We have also Android phones, of course. Um, not really talking about Windows phones because I'm not sure where they are actually going. Um, and um, after that area basically came a bigger screen real estate, a tablet. Um, which is like, well, you could say in terms of consuming content, it might replace the laptop. Maybe not in producing content, I'm not really sure. Um, maybe with pen input, we're getting there somehow. But um, these have become more convenient um, and actually easier to use compared to a laptop. So if I think about my mother, I gave her once a laptop with a mouse connected, and, and she couldn't really figure out how to, to work with this thing. And then I gave her a tablet, an iPad, and she was actually now... Uh, reading emails, browsing the web, and stuff like this. So there seems to be that something has changed, especially in usability there. Uh, we also have even smaller devices now, like smartwatches. Um, we're not really talking about that today because um, there are a lot of similarities between um, the smartphone, basically, and um, the smartwatch. Of course, we have an even smaller um, input um, area and output area. So um, they typically come with a test screen and some um, added physical buttons here. Um, but um, a lot of stuff that we will learn from um, mobile, uh, from the mobile era um, will also work here. And then we could even go beyond and say, well, something like um, interactive TV, smart TV, and stuff like this. Um, even there, um, we have now a radically new input paradigm. Yeah? So for example, here, um, the user is interacting with the content at a kind of far distance. He's not really connected. He's not really um, touching the screen, for example, as we do with the smartphone here. Uh, you might say, well, uh, we had this issue here of some kind of a distance also with our desktop computers where we have a mouse and we interact with the screen, but still you're kind of like close to that device. Here, you're sitting uh, maybe at the other end of the room on your couch 
and how can you actually uh, provide a good connection for the user to this interface. We will have a look at this. Um, but we will start with um, mobile devices first and um, here are some of the mobile device characteristics that are drastically different from what you know from desktop-like interaction. So first of all, um, memory for example. Memory is kind of limited on your smartphone. You can't just like um, attach a, a, a additional external hard drive for example. Um, the RAM is not as high as you would expect it uh, from a desktop computer. Um, also, the screen size is kind of compact. Uh, smartphones are somehow getting bigger into the phablet area, uh, but also they are getting smaller if you think about the iPhone SE, where they basically go back to the old 4-inch model. Um, so, probably we can't display as much content as we can do, for example, on the desktop, uh, where we even have multiple windows that we can um, show at the same time. And um, there's also a different way how users interact with the smartphone or with a mobile device because they interact with one screen at a time. Uh, it's basically the entire screen space is filled and um, I have basically to um, close that view or, or navigate between different views um, to actually get to different views. And here's one example. So if you think about a notes application, um, these are different views that are presented to the user and um, so in the first place I am for example presented with a list of my notes that I have created uh, um, and um, maybe on a desktop computer it would be like you have a menu where you can like open a file or open a notes file for example here it's like you're directly presented with the opening file or with the opening list um, methodology and you can tap on one and then it basically goes into a detailed view here um, I think uh, this one here, yeah, relates to this one here, prepare slides for DS2, and then you are presented with a list of nodes. And as you can also see here, now uh, we have some additional functionality here that wasn't available in the first place here, for example. We can um, share a note, we can delete it, uh, we, can, we can add something to the note and stuff like this. Um, and if we go back now, so you can see here, there is like a navigation bar where we can basically switch back and forth um, between these different views. That's also something that you probably don't really find a lot in, in desktop systems. It's maybe coming now, but um, it's not really necessary because you can have different windows that you can um, um, yeah, look into. You can have multiple instances actually running of your application oftentimes. Um, but that's not really possible in a mobile device system because you have this limited uh, screen real estate. And since we cannot actually display that many things as we can do on a desktop, some of these things are actually, they become hidden. So for example, here we can see I have a delete button that probably tells me, okay, I can delete that note. I guess it's pretty clear. But the question is, how can you actually delete um, a note in your overview directly? Well, we can see here there is a delete option, but um, how we get there, that's somehow hidden. Uh, you have to swipe to the left-hand side and then this button here appears. But in the first place, it's not visible at all. And that is because, well, we don't have that much space to display all the different options that are available. And this is not ideal um, because you need to somehow learn the interface a lot more. It's a little bit like um, in DS1 where we, we talk about um, remember versus um, remember and type versus um, see. 
So if you have a menu, you can basically see and inspect what kind of options are available to you. And you can just select. In a command line application, you have to remember what kind of um, commands are actually available. So here, it's also a little bit like this. You have to remember that, okay, a swipe is actually the thing that I can do to delete um, that entry here. And um, I even don't know how we can uh, delete multiple instances at one time. Um, it's probably kind of tedious. I have to uh, swipe all of them individually. So um, there is no option here um, for a, a, a multi-delete, for example. What else um, do we have in mobile device characteristics? So um, users interact typically with one application at a time. Um, that is a little bit changing on uh, tablets nowadays because there we have a bigger screen real estate and we can run two applications at the same time. Um, it's still not the same feeling that we have as on a desktop, but um, if you think about I'm browsing the web and I'm preparing a, uh, a presentation and I want to drag over an image from my browser into my presentation, on a desktop, that's pretty easy. If I do that on my smartphone, uh, I need to open the browser app, I need to select that image, I might to um, copy it to the clipboard or copy it to some shared folder, then I move over to the next application, which is my presentation application, and then I need to somehow paste um, the, uh, the content um, from my clipboard or from my shared folder there. It's not like just dragging over between two windows because there's just one window there, basically. And also, on-screen help is very minimal, again, because of the limited screen real estate. And here are some examples. Um, here you can see, this is a game, it's called Osmos HD, it's a, it's a tablet game. Um, and here is some signifier telling you um, where and what you can actually do to interact with this interface, because it is not really clear from the, from the first place. If you think about the desktop, we can, for example, just move our mouse over the interface and tooltips can actually show us that there is something interactive and it can tell us what we can do. But in touch devices, there is no hover mode, right? I'm either touching the screen or I'm not touching the screen. That's it, basically. Or here, um, another application um, that is called Pulse. Um, it uses some kind of a walkthrough tutorial. It basically tells you, uh, tap here to manage your sources. Um, here you can tap to do this and this. Uh, this is our scrolling area in, in the vertical way, and this is in the, in the horizontal way. And uh, tap again to dismiss uh, this uh, quick tutorial, uh, because there are no tooltips available um, at our hand. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.